Welcome back to Considerations from the Capital from the Deeper Dive Podcast. My name is Bill Winnell. <laughs> Excuse me. Once again this week, joined by Deacon Bill Carter. Good morning, Deacon Bill. Good morning. Today is Wednesday of Holy Week, and Deacon Bill will reflect on today's gospel from St. Matthew. One of the twelve, who was called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and said, What are you willing to give me if I hand him over to you? They paid him thirty pieces of silver, and from that time on he looked for an opportunity to hand him over. On the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples approached Jesus and said, Where do you want us to prepare for you to eat the Passover? He said, Go into the city to try a certain man and tell him, The teacher says, My appointed time draws near. In your house I shall celebrate the Passover with my disciples. The disciples then did as Jesus had ordered and prepared the Passover. When it was evening, he reclined at table with the twelve. And while they were eating, he said, Amen, I say to you, one of you will betray me. Deeply distressed at this, they began to say to him one after another, Surely it is not I, Lord. He said in reply, He who has dipped his hand into the dish with me is the one who will betray me. The Son of Man indeed goes, as it is written of him. But woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would be better for that man if he had never been born. Then Judas, his betrayer, said in reply, Surely it is not I, Rabbi. He answered, You have said so. Deacon Bill. So we have today Matthew's version of uh, the reading we, we just had yesterday, and uh, also another variation of, of our Lord's Passion, which we had on Palm Sunday. And um, we look at the look at the words carefully. They're all go- I mean, so imagine the, the sentiment. Um, this is I'm always asking people when they're reading the gospel to play it out like a movie in your head to kind of see. Look at the looks on their faces and things like that. Um, so look at the looks on their faces in, in your head. They're, they're shocked. Wait, we're, we're the 12, man. We're, we're the ones that he picked. How could the one who... We knew some would betray him, but it would be the Pharisees, or it would be the Sadducees, or it would be one of the Romans, somebody. But one of us? And, I mean, that they're incredulous. Who could it be? It, it, and so is it me? I don't know. Maybe it's me because, I mean, I never would have expected the Lord to say something like this. So they ask him, Lord, is it me? No, no, no. And then finally, what does um, Judas say? He says, Rabbi, is it me? He doesn't say Lord. He says, Rabbi. Well, Rabbi is a is a, a title of respect. It's a title that means teacher. Um, some translations might say master, but it doesn't say Lord. He doesn't say Lord. He does not regard Jesus as as the others do as the son of God, as the Messiah. And what, I mean, we, again, we can, I said this the other day, but we, we can speculate as to why Judas has done this. And maybe, let's do that now. I mean, we can do it. We can look and say, maybe, you know, maybe he was, he expected the Messiah, as many Jews did, to be to his own understanding of what the Messiah was. I will not accept anybody who does not fit this, this, and this definition of what the Messiah was. I expected somebody who was going to come and, and defeat the Romans or who do or do whatever. Or, and this Messiah is not doing it the way I want. This guy is not what I expected. He does not fit the definition I had of what he should be. Well, how many, let's think about that for a moment. How many of us do that very often? When things are going our way, well, then everything's fine with Jesus. And presumably for the three years before this scene, when he was traveling around with Jesus, things were probably fine. You know, his will aligns with my will. So everybody's happy. But as soon as Christ takes an, an unexpected turn, 
which he does all the time in our lives. He will go in a different direction than you expected to. That's the literally and figuratively a crossroads. Do we follow him or do we go on our own path? Do we demand that God become the thing we imagine him to be? Or do we remember who we are and remember who he is and we submit ourselves to him? That's discipleship, to discipline yourself to to a, 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 to a master, to a teacher, to a Lord. In their discipleship to this rabbi, all of them, except for Judas, eventually come to realize he's not just our rabbi. He is the Lord. He is the Messiah. Peter's great confession at Caesarea Philippi, I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, the Son of the living God, he says. All right, And that's when 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 Jesus says to him, you know, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, because humans have not revealed you, but my Father in heaven. When we expect God to be what we want him to be as opposed to what he really is. That's idolatry, and we do it all the time. I, I gave a homily years ago saying, I remember when I was a kid learning about the golden calf, and I remember thinking in my immaturity, if that's what idolatry is, then I'm safe. I'll never be guilty of idolatry because I'm never going to bow down and worship a, a, a melted gold cow. I mean, if that, if that, but if that's not what idolatry is. Idolatry is anything other than God himself in the way God reveals himself. If we go defining God and that's the God we worship, that's idolatry. And it's not just, and there, we can look and say, okay, well, this person doesn't uh, accept Jesus. They, they worship their job. They worship money. They worship this. Well, that's idolatry too. But, but if, even if it's Jesus himself, even if we're worshiping Jesus, but it's the Jesus we've defined, it's the Jesus that we say, you must act this way, that way, or whatever. That's idolatry. And perhaps, you know, uh, uh, Judas felt this way. We do know that he felt he went back to the, to, the, uh, to the Jews and threw the money back at them, the 30 pieces of silver, and he went and he hanged himself. He clearly felt remorse. Maybe he didn't expect this to happen. Maybe he, didn't, maybe he thought he'd be arrested or someone else would be put in charge. Who knows? But he did come to, to regret it tremendously, and we will too. We will come to regret tremendously the fake Jesus we've, inc- we've created in our head that we worship because we have chosen not to worship the real Jesus, the one who was revealed to us by God, the one who came and lived and walked and, and ate and slept with us and suffered with us. That's the real Jesus. And we ha- and so go, as we, again, we're moving forward through Holy Week. We're halfway through Holy Week right now, and... Um, as we go into tomorrow, we start the triduum tomorrow, and we're, we're going to see this This is the real Jesus that we have to completely submit ourselves to. And again, going back to Peter, because I always do, when Pete, when, we'll see tomorrow when, when, uh, when the, the Lord says he's going to wash his feet. Lord, you'll never wash my feet, because he doesn't understand. He goes, Peter, unless you let me wash your feet, you have no inheritance from me. And Peter gives the perfect answer. Well, in that case, my head and my hands as well. He goes, well, no, no. As long as you've had a bath today, Peter, you're fine. You, what I'm doing now, you don't understand now, but you will understand later. Why can't we be as accepting of that? Why can't we also say, Lord, I don't understand everything you're doing. I don't know why you're, you're leading me this way. I don't know why these things are happening in my life. But I do know you're the Lord and I'm not. And I'm going to follow you. So again, a good comparison between Peter and Judas. We have to accept Jesus as Jesus really is, as he's been given to us by the Father, and not as he's been made up by us in our mind to be more convenient for us. The real Jesus is difficult. The real Jesus demands things of us, and, it, and he demands our faith and our devotion and our trust.